small man, big bank. Kyler Murray getting paid in full. My God. Right before training camp begins for the Arizona Cardinals, a five-year extension, $230.5 million with $160 million guaranteed, making him the second highest paid quarterback annually behind only, only Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, hey, look at that. Uh, while besting Deshaun Watson of the Cleveland Browns in max value by uh, half a million dollars, but Watson's deal is fully guaranteed. So, which God, God, aren't the Browns just there. the dumbest yep. organization? And oh, by the way, on the the uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, a, a guy who was drafted very high and a lot uh, a lot of people thought very highly of him, Josh Rosen, signing hmm. with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, there you go. Potentially could be could be the backup. Could maybe be the, the starter. Back, maybe the starter, depending on what happens there. Uh in the factory of sadness, that is Cleveland. Obviously they have uh they have Deshaun Watson and then uh Jacoby Brissett also is the other quarterback there. So I don't know what's gonna happen with Deshaun Watson. I would assume he's gonna be facing a suspension. How long? Uh Cleveland, ESPN Cleveland was saying a couple weeks ago is they heard anywhere from four to six games. Other people said maybe a whole year. I I don't know. I did hear that Deshaun Watson is going to take it into court uh, once the NFL does dish down their punishment. Uh, I think they said they took three days. The NFL did decide what's going to happen to Deshaun Watson. Have not heard the details of it yet. Oh, okay. Uh, but that was that was like two weeks ago. So there you go. Josh Rosen, a one-year deal after a workout with the Cleveland <laughs> Browns. They also worked out A.J. McCarron, but Rosen was given the... Give him that go ahead. Not, but Kyler Murray, back to him. Kyler Murray's staying put in the desert, man, for a long time. This is a big old contract for Kyler Murray. RJ sent me a hilarious video. What was it? It was like it was Kyler Murray on his way to sign the deal. It's a little remote control. They're like on the they're on the freeway and uh, there was a bunch of cars driving, and then all of a sudden you see this tiny little <laughs> Remote control card screaming Just down, going like 60. Uh, down the other cars, there's Kyler Murray on his way to sign the deal. <laughs> Short man, big bank. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray, though, wow. So I'm going to receive $30 million in year one, $68 million over the first two years, and $106.15 million over his first three years. For one, that's such a funny video. Uh, the two time Pro Bowler. Uh, going to be getting it done. So the question now, RJ, is, and something we did talk a little bit yesterday, is when you are a quarterback and you are making big-time money, as Kyler Murray now is, the trend is there. You don't win the Super Bowl. No. You don't, you don't, you don't do it. It doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. What's, so What's that percentage? It's, um, I have it right here in front of me, right here. Um, uh, the cap, blah, 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 blah. Going back to the year of 2000. The quarterback who reached who reached the Super Bowl with the highest percentage of league salary cap is Peyton Manning, whose twenty three point two cap hit in two thousand nine represented eighteen point eight percent of the league cap, and the Saints beat the Colts that year. Yeah, that's because onside kick. Yeah. So what about winning the Super Bowl? They say at a twelve point six one percent. Tom Brady's is the tw- highest. Tw- Tom Brady's 2021 Super Bowl victory uh, with the Buccaneers made him the highest cap percentage quarterback to ever win the game, the Super Bowl, surpassing Tom Brady in 2018 (laughs) when he had 12.42% of the cap. Hey, guys. Franchise, I really want to win. I need a lot of money. And then go find me really, really good talent for not a lot of money. So essentially then if you take up over 12.2%, 
So Tom Brady did it at 12.61% of the cap. If you take up over 12.6, over 2% then of your salary cap, you will not be winning the Super Bowl. They say this metric on average since 2011, the median cap percentage for a quarterback reaching the Super Bowl is 8.97%. The median cap percentage for a quarterback to win the Super Bowl is 10%. Aaron Rodgers sitting at 13-2-5. Right uh, th- th- what does that tell you about the Green Bay Packers and the Super Bowl chances then if you go by history? On to the next season. <laughs> they say in the past 10 Super Bowls, five of the winning quarterbacks represented less than 10% of the cap. The one outlier, and Ben Kenny is listening, Nick Foles. Who, what, B- BDN? Nick Foles, BDN, big. Nick. <laughs> Nick. Nick Foles at 0.96% being the outlier. All uh, and the other five were just slightly above 10% and they're all named Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. <laughs> this is uh not boding well. And listen though, don't you have to give like the Seattle Seahawks, they had Russell Wilson on a rookie quarter a rookie deal for the quarterback, right? Yeah. The, everyone was getting uh, a little more money on the defensive side of the ball, the Legion of Boom. What happened? They went and won the Super Bowl. Here it's comes the boom. To the chagrin of, you know, the Packers and NFC Championship game, if you remember correctly. Yeah. What happens? You go and once you have success with a quarterback and you find your franchise quarterback, once that rookie deal runs out or you want to extend them, what happens? They get paid big time money because they're really good at what they do. Then what happens to your team? All of a sudden you're handcuffed by his quarterback who's gotten such big bank that how in the world are you going to get back to this? Well, you can get to the Super Bowl. It's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to win it, the stats are there. If you take up over 12% of your salary cap, you are not winning the Super Bowl. Nope. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. Um, you got to do it, though. Yeah. Don't, don't you have to pay the quarterback? Yeah, or else he'll but, be getting paid elsewhere. But then isn't it all – this is where the – the mind F comes into Quite play. Quite the conundrum. You need a quarterback in the NFL to win games. Right. To, to give you a chance at a Super Bowl. Once your quarterback becomes really good, you either give him the money, you trade him, or you let him walk. It'd be crazy if you let him walk. Yeah. So, all right, well, this guy's so good, he gives us a chance at a Super Bowl. Now we got to give him big bank. Well, if you have big bank, guess what? It handcuffs the rest of your team, and all of a sudden you can't win the Super Bowl. Sure does. But he gives you your best shot at winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. But you can't win the Super Bowl if he's over 12.6% of the salary cap. Can't do it. According to the numbers dating back to the year 2000. What a conundrum it's in. Um, very intriguing. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Line one, good morning. Who's this? Dylan. Eric on I-90. Eric on I-90. What's up, brother? Top of the day to you there. It's a pretty nice day. Huh? Oh, a little tip of the cap. And good morning to you, good sir. Top of the day, Master Bates. Um, Master Bates, yes. You watching some? You watching some Downton Abbey? You watching Downton Abbey again, Eric? Uh. Oh, I get it. You couldn't fall asleep last night, so you put it on and and, and passed out. It was on the other day, I think. (laughs) I heard some Dalton Abbey going on in the house. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't because of you, right? No, there's no. a lot of stuff going on there. No, 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 no. To do with me. <laughs> That's gone too far. So thank God Kyler Murray got that money. Yeah, I mean, cross him off the list of winning the Super Bowl. Well, plus you can cross him off the list of, you know, ending up with him on your team. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and you can cross him off the list of going on, on any rides at the fair because he's not tall enough. Right. Like next. Right. <laughs> right. He's at such a disadvantage. I'm. Listen, I... I think it's tough. Oh, holy balls, there's a beer. Anyway. Careful. Where, uh, where there's one, there's two. I just scooted by him. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't mind some tenderized um, venison either, though. So. You know, I just keep going if I hit one of those son of a bitches. I just keep going. You just got to blow right through it. It's like, you know, what, are I you going to put yourself in a ditch and maybe kill yourself? Sorry, survival right, of the fittest. We're top of the food not. chain, Eric. Right. Them crows got to eat something, too, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's the, it's the, it's the uh, cycle, no. the circle of life. It is, yeah. And, you know, Tyler Murray, he's, he's a, such a – he's got to be so good, right? Yeah. He's got to be so much better – than a guy who's five eleven. <laughs> I don't, I don't so, think. I don't think he is. Like, isn't Drew Brees like five eleven? So he's got to say, no. He, what Eric's saying, he's got to be so much better than oh, the guys that are. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Right. I mean, because he's a. Such, I mean, he, he's he's cut down the amount of mistakes that he can make. He's listed as five ten. Not true. It's just. It's just, is he 5'10"? No, okay. Well, they, they list him yeah, as 5'10". He, he is not 5'10". There's, there's, <laughs> there's, no. Come on. No. That's a football 5'10". That's where you put your cleats on, they make you stand on like a platform. Yeah, he's like 5'8", yeah. at best. Right. And Deshaun Watson, thank God, they, you know, he's somewhere else. Yep. And Kirk Cousins is starting to look like a bargain now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Eric, we had a big debate uh, two days ago. Who would you rather have as quarterback, Deshaun or uh, Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr? Kirk Cousins won the poll. You're kidding me. I'm not. I w- Eric, I would never lie to you. So are we going to get off now that Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the league now that he's not a back? Well, I will say this. Uh, for a while there, uh, Derek Carr was running away with the poll, but then Viking Nation found our Twitter poll, and they just went wild with it, and they got all of their uh, fellow Vikings to come out of the woodwork to vote Kirk Cousins. So it could have been a little <laughs> biased. but that's, we'll that's the WKTY faction. I know, that's dude. I know, is. I know. Yep, yeah, no doubt. So, you guys have a great weekend. You too, Eric. What do you got planned this weekend yeah. before I let you go? What do you got planned? Well, I'm so going to turn Abbey. around and, uh, no, Dalton Abbey. We're going to do, a, we're going to go out in the river a little bit out here in the Mississippi. Ooh. Uh, going to do a little boating. The fishing? Uh, no, I mostly just drive around and stare at things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds beautiful. Sounds nice. I love the Mississippi River. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't do a lot of fishing. Um, I got just a boating. fishing pole in the boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just in oh, case yeah. the mood strikes. I get it. Yeah, and that's just just in case I end up stranded out there, I can eat something. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. You're a man's man. Eric, I love it, brother. Well, you have a good uh, time on the Mississippi, and if you do put that pole in the water, that line in the water, let us know what you catch, okay? And if you just catch a buzz, let us know that, too. Well, I'm going to catch a buzz for sure. That's 100% chance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, enjoy it, Eric. Have a good weekend, brother. Have a good one, bud. (laughs) Uh, That's my kind of fishing right there. Catching a buzz. All right. So, yeah, Kyler Murray. <laughs> Eric, you're funny, dude. Yeah, watch out for those deer. I do like some venison. I actually had some venison sausage last night. It was delicious. Yeah, I don't know how you, you go about this in the NFL then because all of these – Tom Brady always finds a way to do it, right? Tom Brady is the outlier. Tom Brady and the Patriots have ruined sports for the rest of us. Tom Brady then goes to Tampa Bay, and what does he do? He wins the effing Super Bowl again. You know, We saw it beating the Green Bay Packers. Wins the whole effing thing. Wins the thing. whole effing thing. So – you look at these teams and you look at big time quarterback money and you're like, damn, like, okay, well, what about Matt Stafford? Cause he signed a pretty big deal mm-hmm. uh, with the LA Rams. Yeah. Well, this year's final two quarterbacks fall in line with the trend of money. Matt Stafford's $20 million cap figured LA represented 10.9 per six of the lead cap. What did we find out? 
if you're over 12.6%, you don't win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady's Tom Brady did it at 12.61. So if you're at 12.62, sorry, you're screwed. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, it's not going to happen. The median figure again for this in the past 10 Super Bowls, five of the winning quarterbacks represented less than 10% of the cap. So mm-hmm. you have Aaron Rodgers, who is right now... You know, 13.25. 13.25. Packer fans, does that make you nervous? Always has. There's no Devontae Adams. The wide receiver room is questionable. Well, we don't. Well, obviously it's questionable because we don't know what's going on with it. Who's the number one? Is it Alan Lazard? Does that spell doom? Will someone jump up big, you know... Will a rookie have a breakout season like a Christian Watson or Romeo Dubs? Will someone else step up? I don't know. I, I don't know. I do know that the running back room is awesome. The defense, by all accounts, is going to be badass. But as Packer fans, when have we ever had a badass defense? Never. You won't believe it till you see it. Please. Line three, good morning. Good morning. Doug or G-Dub? This is Jimmy Garoppolo calling. Oh, Jimmy, how's the oh, porn stars? Nice. Have you found a trade partner yet? Is it the Commanders? I, uh... I uh, I'd like to make a little bit of a statement about that the caller that said Kirk Cousins is the best looking quarterback. Oh, Jimmy! Jimmy, oh. here's the thing, Jimmy. When he said that, I immediately thought of you, Jimmy GQ, Mister yeah. Handsome. I pull in way more tail than Kirk Cousins. I've I've seen it. We've yeah. seen you snag like legit big time porn stars, Jimmy G. This is true. This is true. That's all I got. I was a little disappointed <laughs> to hear that. Well, here, here's the thing. You are very handsome. We love you in your Subway commercials. You are a beautiful, beautiful man, Jimmy Garoppolo. Thank you. And you have yourself a great weekend, Jimmy, and good luck finding a trade partner, okay? Uh, I'm working on it. Yep. I'm efforting. All right. Take care, and good luck with those porn stars. Goodbye. So there he is, Jimmy Garoppolo. It's been Lisa Ann, and then apparently Kiara Mia. That's the one. I don't know who that is. You might have to do a little investigating. I, I met Lisa Ann when yeah, she was here. Yeah, she's in, Lisa in Ann's studio. been here many times. Yeah, we follow each other on Twitter. She's a very nice lady. She's very nice. Yeah, yeah. very. I've taken a. Did you get pictures with? Her? I've had three. No, pictures. I did not get pictures. I didn't want to be like that kind of person. Oh, she was in studio. We had great interviews. Great time. Uh, she actually knows a lot about sports. Well, I mean, she's on. Uh, she has her own fantasy football show. Yeah, Lisa Ann does fantasy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I think she's been retired from her uh, her main profession for a couple of years now. I think it's more. Man, I, yeah, I, I think, think it's, we're approaching a decade. Uh, it's, it, it has been a while, but I should get. I always say this, but I should get her on the show again. Yeah. She, she's really cool. She actually is a very cool and smart individual. Yes, um, and really knows her football and basketball. Knows her ins and outs. Twenty fourteen. Really? Yeah. So it's almost been ten years. Yeah, yeah. look at that. It's crazy. There you go. Uh, Jimmy Grapple, yes, you. I would say when it comes to the most handsome men in the NFL, and this is strictly just eye test. Jimmy GQ takes the. Yeah. No, he's a very handsome individual. Very handsome individual. This feels right. This feels good. Why? I got Jimmy Buffett playing, obviously. And the other reason, which is the more important reason, I would love to have a margarita with this guy in Margaritaville. Our gambler of the stars. Mr. Essler, Dave Essler, Uncle Dave, Dapper Dave. Dave, good morning. Good morning, my friends. I'm Wisconsin. <laughs> How's Florida, dude? You guys, 
Dave, it's supposed to be like 100 degrees coming up here in Wisconsin. Uh, it's been like high uh-huh. 80s. Like this Saturday, it's supposed to be like 90 to 100. Any tips for uh, surviving the heat down there in Florida? They get past me in Wisconsin? Drink a lot of water and go see Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is water in margaritas, is there not? If the ice melts a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, uh, yeah, I think you probably have more experience with that than I do, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you fill in the blanks after that. Yeah, you're right, Dave. I am a Wisconsinite. I've been known to pound just alcohol does, constantly. Does, 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 does your wife listen to the show? She well occasionally, but right now she is working. So unless she has it on in her office while she's uh, cleaning people's teeth in her dental hygiene job, then uh, uh, Friday. I don't know. Yeah. So no, right now, Dave, I, I don't think so. Okay, you're just trying to shut me up, but okay. No, no, you say, say whatever you want to say. Uh, you know, I think she should take care of your niece and nephew, and you should go grab one of your office buddies and. and Go to Margaritaville and see Jimmy. Ah, it's at Alpine Valley. I know that doesn't mean anything to you because you don't know, but it's in Alpine Valley this weekend, Dave. Uh, Jimmy Buffett is going to be electric. Uh, sadly, though, I do think if I uh, bail on my uncle duties uh, with the nieces, uh, she's, I'm going to be, you know, the happy wife, happy life saying? It's not going to be that. I'm going to be in the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, but that's usually only temporary. You've just got to understand the ramifications is it a price you're willing to pay <laughs> that's true that's true dave all right i'm gonna dip my toe in that conversation after work today when we're both done working okay i'll, I'll let you know how it goes and, and if you don't hear from me dave it's because i was uh sh- impaled or something okay hey dave what have you been doing with no bet with no like major sports going on this week what the hell have you been doing with your time or you've been betting on like wnba or some uh, european soccer like what have you been doing with your time who do you think I'm that much of a degenerate? No, I'm not. I actually, have, you know, I've been working. I mean, just, you know, it's actually a, it's a nice break because there's no deadlines like there are every day um, for clients. But I've spent a lot of time sort of fine-tuning some of my football stuff and looking at some futures and and – you know, there's always something to do. Well, well Dave, I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. Any any futures that maybe a little nugget you could give us with the college football season on the horizon here? I, I you know, I'm, I'm I'm tempted. I know we picked your brain a bunch about Wisconsin, but there's anything else you got for a future bet that maybe you could I, give us a little I, nugget. I, 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 I don't know nuggets. The price of gold is like eighteen hundred bucks an ounce. I'm, I'm, All right, let's I'm go silver then. I got I got a bunch of silver uh, and uh, silverware that it could be melted down. I can send your way. Uh, fair point. Fair point. I like. You can find this on most books. I know DraftKings has it. Is the Los Angeles Angels under seventy five and a half wins for the season? They're on a pace right now to wind up at sixty eight. That's a that's a healthy cushion when you consider they're fourteen games under five hundred. And you know you got to wonder: do they? You know, are they sellers in the next week or two? I mean, it's entirely possible. But you know, at, at what point does a team give up? And and even if they're not sellers, um, you know they're going to bring in AAA guys for the month of September. So I do like the Angels under seventy five and a half wins. Isn't that insane when you got a guy like uh, you know Mike Trout or Shohei Otani, and you're looking at a team that's going to be sellers and just can't like get over the hump? Isn't that just nuts to think about? I guess it just goes yeah, to show I mean, like, there's more players on the field. Exactly. I mean, it kind of is, but then you look at what else they have, and, you know, it's not a lot. They don't have elite pitching. They don't have an elite bullpen. You know, most of their position players are marginal at best. You know, I do like Jared Walsh, but, you know, he generally sits against left-handers, so that's 25% of the games he's not playing. So, you know, 
you're right. You know, you need other players. Uh, Dave, have you been diving into the Brewers at all with the uh, you know win totals here or anything? I know they got the Rockies coming up tonight. Have you been uh, the Brewers been on your docket? I know for a couple weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, you were, you were betting on some Brewers when they take on the Cubs and whatnot. Have you been uh, peeking in at the Brewers? No, I can't say that I have. I'd like to give you some. Oh, that's fine. That's why I ask to make you think that I, I know everything, <laughs> but I can't. I can't do that. The, I still, despite you saying that, Dave, I still think you know everything. That's why we love having you on. Uh, make sure to follow Dave. Dave underscore Essler E S S L E R on Twitter. Any other uh, with baseball? You know, back last night and coming more this weekend, Dave. Do you have any like uh, little nuggets or maybe silver nuggets? Again, I still have some of that silverware that I can melt down for you uh, for baseball bets coming up here. Well, you'll have a lot of silverware if you go to that concert. It'll be a, it'll be in your suitcase when you get home. Um, <laughs> you know, speaking of the Angels, my friend, um, Otani is pitching tonight against Charlie Morton, mm. and uh, this is a game. I'm actually going to do two things. I'm going to take the first five innings under. Um, it's three and a half because. Uh, both pitchers are not familiar with either lineup and vice versa. So I think both pitchers get through the lineup like a time and a half or two before they start to get hit. And I like the over for the game because the, uh, the Braves bullpen has been horrible. Um, the fact that the Braves are only minus 145 is a little bit telling. And one thing, and I noticed this yesterday, I like to take overs after the All-Star break for a day or two because all those bullpens have not done anything in in, Hmm. uh, going on a week. Hmm. And I think in that case, rest equals rust. So (laughs) I think you'll you'll see, you know, it's, it's not like a starting pitcher that every six days gets to go. And, you know, we saw that yesterday. I think the... The the grand salami total runs in every game yesterday was like forty eight forty eight and a half and yeah. I believe I believe it, I know it went over by about six or seven which is twelve percent which is a lot but um, I don't even think they needed the last half of the last game to get there rest so, equals uh, rust you got little you got good little juicy sayings Dave man <laughs> God I like that hey, d- well not not in every case but I think in this one I, I, I dig it hey uh, Rowdy's on vacation this week obviously Dave he'll be back next week but filling in his absence we have uh, another young fine handsome gentleman named Ben Kenny over here a big golf guy Dave I know you're like a golf savant Ben do you want to Tell Dave what happened. Oh, I mean, Dave, as the resident golf guy here, I try to pick up Nelson Slack with the with this betting segment. I hit every bet I made during the beginning of the week. I then took Dylan Fratelli to lead the 3M Open after one round. He is currently in last place, pretty much. <laughs> I think he absolutely ejected on the second hole. But do you have any thoughts about the uh, sixth major out there in Minnesota? Um, you know, I did, and I made some bets. It's a, it was tough because... You know, the field is not necessarily top-heavy. Um, I took a lot of guys that, and this would be good for the next couple of weeks, I took a lot of guys that um, are sort of um, 126th to 150th or so in the FedEx Cup standings. Like who? Because they, um, well, uh, Chesson Hadley for one, and he's not letting me down yet. I mean, he was uh, 143rd in the, in the uh, FedEx Cup standings, and you know, if you don't finish 125 or better, you don't get your auto card for next year. Yep. Um, 
you know, so I bet him like top 20 and top 40, I think. Um, I have my future kids college tuition on Nick Hardy to win a tournament in the next calendar year. So I'm hoping this is the week. You know, I took Nick Hardy to win this week, and that's turning out to be not such a good idea. <laughs> but, um, well, you know, hey, I had, Cam Smith, I had Cam Smith last week, and, you know, I can't pick the winner out of 150 every week. You had Cam Smith? Um, yes. Well, of course you did. You are a brilliant mind. <sighs> well, I got... I, I, ben, I had, ben had Rory. My, no, I, I just cried. I would have taken Rory first round leader and been pissed. Um, <laughs> I had uh, I had most of my, my most of my money on the top twenties this week. I took guys like Cam Davis, Maverick McNeely, uh, Chesson Hadley, Ricky Fowler. Um, all those guys need to win or need a good showing to get a few FedEx points. I mean, if they don't, then they're you know they're probably going to Q school, or, yep. <laughs> or, unless they can get some kind of exemption. So. Or to oh, yeah. the live. Yeah, they go to the live, Dave. Or to the live, because, you know, there isn't much actual competitive golf out there. They should fit in well. Charles Barkley is now well, uh, probably going to head jettison to the live. Yeah, Ricky would have that option, and, and McNeely would probably have that option, but I'm not sure I'm not sure guys like uh, Chesson Hadley would have that option or Harry Higgs. Yeah. Well, Harry might because he's kind of a fan favorite, but, you know, I, I don't think they're going to lay out this lay out the eight-figure. Hey. Number for those guys. Hey Dave, uh, you know, I, I wonder about that. Like they have this, they have this this format where what do they have a a, a max of sixty four guys? So what do they do when they fill? What would happen if they had their sixty four guys under contract, and then all of a sudden Scotty Scheffler says, "Well, I want to play." Oh, they're just cutting off all the guys that are nobodies from the DP and the Asian tour. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, what are those guys going to say? You have to honor your contract? Like, that's the Saudi government you're going up against. I think they have the power. They may find him in a consulate in Turkey in pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Should I laugh at that? Yeah, I'm going to. Dave, always, uh, always tough. keeping everyone on the toes around here. Uh, so, Mr. Essler, before I let you go, and thanks again for joining us uh, with uh, everything you bring to the table. Dave, Dave, Dave. Yeah, what do you think? What do you th- no, we don't apologize on the show, Dave. What do you think of Kyler Murray and that big contract? Can you win a Super Bowl if you got a big old contract like that? The numbers say no, but can? What do you think of Kyler Murray getting that big old contract? Um, you know, I was kind of astounded by that big old contract. Um, you know, but I mean, I, I don't think Kyler Murray can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, so, but you know, also, I mean, they're going to have to do some restructuring. I mean, they lost Christian Kirk, so. You know, I mean, he caught, I think, 77 passes last year. So, you know, I don't think Kyler Murray can win a Super Bowl, no. But when I look at it from Arizona's standpoint, I mean, how many quarterbacks can win a Super Bowl, for one thing? I mean, we don't have time to go over, but it's not many. No, it's not many. And, you know, although Kyler Murray probably can't, you know, he's probably in the top half of the quarterbacks in the league. If you don't sign Kyler Murray, somebody will. And then what are you going to be left with? You yeah. know, Brian Hoyer? Yeah. <laughs> well, Dave, I saw this uh, doing a little reading here. Uh, at 12.61%, Tom Brady's 2021 Super Bowl victory at the Bucks made him the highest cap hit quarterback. But before that, he surpassed only himself in 2018 with the Patriots, your Patriots, when he represented 12.42% of the cap. 
So if you're over 12.6%, 12.62% of the cap, you ain't winning the Super Bowl if you're a quarterback with that money. I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I was going to go down that path, but... You, you are know, a numbers guy, Dave. You are a numbers guy. Um, you know, that's going to that's gonna make it difficult. Yeah, and now as Packer fans, uh, Aaron Rodgers takes up what, RJ? 13.1? 13.25. <laughs> David? Well, I'm sorry for you. Hey, if anyone's going to buck the trend, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers and his new girlfriend, Blue, and all our witchy medicine woman stuff. All right, Dave? You know, and, I, and I really thought you, you had the ability to be objective. I guess I was mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I do have my uh, green and gold glasses on, Dave. Or it's just beer that I drink a lot. Hey, Dave, are we golfing today? Probably. Go hit them long, hit them straight. And I hear the lives knocking on your door. So I'll, I'll, take, I'll, take one, I'll take one or the other. Straight? Long or straight? Exactly. <laughs> Dave, have one, a good one or the other be cool. Have a good weekend, brother. I'll send you some pictures from Jimmy Buffett, okay? Uh, please do, and let me know if you need a place to live Monday. All right, I'll see you uh, in Florida on Monday. See you, buddy. You got it, bro. <laughs> there he is, Dave Essler. Dave underscore E-S-S-L-E-R. Check him out at pregame.com as well. He's got jokes too, Ben. Kyler Murray. Obviously making a lot of news, signing a $23.5 million contract extension. And a lot of people are now saying, I think he made the right decision by not playing baseball. Hmm. Ben, check this out. After Murray signed his big contract extension with the Cardinals, on Thursday, his four, uh, $46.1 million annual salary is almost that of the entire 2022 payroll of the Oakland Athletics, the same team that drafted him ninth overall in 2018. The Athletics are only spending $48.5 million this season. And if you only look at the 26-man roster, Murray's annual salary is actually higher by $4.2 million. Isn't that wild? I'm pretty sure Kyler Murray made the right decision. Yeah. For a, a, his bankroll, anyways. A couple of things there. Number one, What's he is A's? not going to see all of that money. True. What is it? Uh, six year, five year, 230 is. Yep. And $160 is guaranteed, though. Right. So the rest of that money, we don't know how much he'll see. A lot that's of, the one thing about NFL contracts is like these big exorbitant contracts. They never see all of that money. Well, a lot of what was released is the agent talk because they want to try to prop up the great deal they got. In reality, and Andrew Brand has talked about this a lot, former Packers VP, that is not even close to what the actual contract looks like Correct. at the end of the day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's making a lot of money. He probably made the right decision for his bankroll because he was going to get paid sooner. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Because by now... You could have a longer career. If you're good, obviously, you could have a longer career in baseball than in, in the NFL. And there's clearly money. He probably would have been in the bigs by now, which means the Oakland Athletics probably would have traded him by now. Mm-hmm. So he probably wouldn't have been on that team. But it's it's hard to compare because if he, he was that good at baseball, he's a top 10 pick. By this point, he probably would have broke through and if he performed well got traded he still though is four three four years away from making real money like Pete Alonzo a couple years ago when he broke the rookie home run record won the home run derby he made a million off the home run derby that was more than his salary for the year yeah yeah so early on in baseball careers you don't make that much football's a little different because the first round and the first overall guarantees are much different so, yes, I for the bankroll, he got paid sooner, and clearly it has been a very lucrative decision, though 
the longevity of baseball is hard to argue with. Yeah, the, the average Major League Baseball sal- salary is uh, technically higher than the average NFL salary, and that uh, the lack of salary cap in baseball means that someone like Mike Trout, when he could sign a fully guaranteed 12-year, $426 million deal, but the likes of like a Patrick Mahomes, a Josh Allen, hell, I mean, look at what Deshaun Watson did with the Browns. Quarterbacks can make just as much money in the NFL if they're the best at what they do. And, you know, Deshaun Watson, big a scumbag as he is, that dude got his entire salary guaranteed. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that just nuts? I mean, that's just a horrible move by the Browns. But as I said earlier, they're kind of making up for it. They signed Josh Rosen. He finally gets a real opportunity with a real team, which he didn't have in the past. So that could work out. Josh Rosen is 25 years old. Lamar Jackson is 25 years old. What is Kyler Murray? 24 years old. Josh, Ro- like, Josh Rosen apologists are always cracking me up because I feel like if you're actually a legit good quarterback and good at what you do and you, you can be a, a juggernaut out on the field, you know, it will, you'll rise. The cream always rises to the top. What is it? What, what is it with the Josh Rosen? And you're one of them. So is Nelly, a couple other people. What's with the Josh Rosen carrying water for him? Is it, I know he was given a little bit of a raw deal, but a lot of people are given raw deals and rise to the occasion and, and step up. He got maybe he was a big time prospect too. He got maybe the most raw deal of all time. Now, what, do I think he is one of the best or had a chance to be when he came in the league? No, but I still think he can play. I mean, Arizona, he starts 13 games his rookie year. They went three and 10. He had the worst offensive line in Arizona I've ever seen. And we saw them play the Packers that year. They won that game, right? I was I went to that game. It was terrible. It was one of the worst professional sporting events I have ever seen in my entire life. Maybe the worst. It I don't, was terrible. I don't have the pressure percentage, but he was sacked on 10% of his dropbacks, which is an astronomical number. But then he goes to Miami, starts three games, and he gets sacked 13% of his dropbacks. Like... He just never really had a chance. And for reference, and part of this is Aaron Rodgers gets rid of the ball, you know, so yes. quickly and so well. But if you look at Aaron Rodgers, the sack percentage throughout the last couple of years of his career, 5.3 last season, 3.7% the year before, 6, 7.6, all single digits. Josh Rosen is pushing significant double digits there. So I think... Uh, I don't know where to go with this. I, I'm not going to say he's going to start. Well, Josh that? Rosen has an opportunity here because I, I think we're all under the presumption that Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended. Uh, there were some uh, musings from four to six games. Others said a year. But who's behind Deshaun Watson? Jacoby Brissett and now well, Jacoby Brissett can Josh play. Rosen. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett can like tread water for you. Yeah, but he yeah, he could play well, I assume more J- than Brissett's going to be the start. Then others, it's a good roster. It makes a lot of sense to have him start. So, and then Rosen, we'll see. I mean, hopefully Deshaun Watson is suspended at least a year and he doesn't come back mid-season, though where things are trending, I could see a scenario where he only gets 8 games and then is back. I keep seeing 4 to 6, 4 to 6. And Ugh. then whatever suspension gets dealt out, he's going to then sue. Yeah. He's going to take him to court. So, uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Take me out to the ball game, Benjamin. You 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 always go to me out what the to hell the version is this? <laughs> what is me out with the crowd? Someone, the, someone take that guy out. You're the man what? with the controls here. Somebody take that guy out. Let's try a different one here. I'm just randomly clicking YouTube videos. Oh, but Ben, you like going to? I think every was it around Christmas time you guys go to a Eagles game? Yep, Thanksgiving. Th- Thanksgiving, excuse me. Both. 
Now, when it comes to going to the ballpark to watch your Phillies play, I mean, do you have a tradition with your family to go, you know, watch a Phillies game in attendance? My mom and I used to go every Mother's Day when I was in the area. My dad and I would go once to twice a week during the summer. Mm-hmm. Just a lot. That was The team was bad for a while, and it was very easy to get tickets. But, yes, I, I probably averaged a game a week. What is, I don't want a bunch of dumb kids singing. All right, so, Ben, do you prefer watching at home or going, actually, for, in this sense, to the ballpark, Major League Baseball uh, ballpark? Do you prefer watching at home? And this can go to, I guess, all the sports because there's different viewing habits. Do you prefer going to said stadium or do you like the staying at home and watching? No, I like going. I think it's a different experience. I love the vibe, just the general, the, the aura and the smells and the sounds and all that good stuff. I mean, love watching it as well. But yeah, I'm a big attender of baseball games. Football, college football, I can make the case. Watching on TV is you're able to get more. Like the NFL, I love. About the game. Like NFL games, I love well, I love going to Lambeau Field, but there's something about being at home and watching on the TV and getting a, like a college football game or for me, the NFL, the subtle nuances that you can't get while you're you know, and at the stadium watching it, as you can, like all the different camera angles, the analysis, the stats that are thrown up, et cetera, et cetera. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm with you. I like, and maybe it's because I'm getting older and I don't like dealing with the traffic and driving home and this and that. Old man take. I like watching at home just because the beer's cheaper, the food's right there, the bathroom's right there. I got the best view, the best seat in the house. It's my seat, it's comfortable. And I don't have to worry about a bunch of knuckleheads around. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have to worry about blowing my wad, my proverbial wad, from my wallet to go enjoy a game in person. I love my Lambeau Field. I absolutely adore and love Lambeau Field. You see the history just hits you in the face when you walk up there. American Family Field. I I do enjoy a Brewer game from time to time, but I like watching baseball on TV at home. Like I I like watching and getting down with it on TV. Now, I don't mind going to the ballpark. But if you were to ask me, I personally, and this is just a personal opinion, I prefer to watch at home. I don't agree with that, but well, I can't not an agree or disagree. I can't thing. question your preference. Personal preference on it, you know. Uh, apparently, a lot of people feel this way. Major League Baseball uh, hit its second half now. Attendance figures are showing an even more decline. The league is averaging twenty six thousand four hundred and nine tickets sold per game. Down 5% from this point in 2019. Now, obviously, you've, 2020, and there, there's no fans in the stands. But you see attendance now is down 5% at this point from 2019. Listen, uh, I know a lot of people, that have, like Cole, one of our listeners, he can't even give away tickets right now. To, for the Brewers. He's like, he can't even give them away. He's like, I'm I try- would take him if he wanted to give him away. Corey, I know he's listening. Uh, Corey, if you want to, you know, pine away with Ben and figure something out, feel free. Uh, well, Ben, I think a lot of it, it's not to do with like watching the game itself. I think a lot of uh, to do with it is we were talking about money and sports, right? Money, uh, the cost for a family to go to a baseball game. Now, I listen, my family is myself and, and Jen, my wife. Like that's, we just have me and her. Then you have, you're, you're a single man. Yeah. Living on your lonesome. Yep. So, I mean, a cost for us is a little less than this. Here, uh, The total cost for four tickets, four hot dogs, two beers, two sodas, and parking to go to a baseball game for a family of four, yeah? I mean, uh, you're, were you going to bring up the figures for the Brewers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, in this entire chart, many of these figures are very wrong. Yeah, that's so what I want to get to it and see what, what's up here. So this, uh, let's see here, this comes from The Hustle. It was making us rounds around Twitter yesterday. 
uh, the total cost for a family of four. So they take the parking and the average of the lowest price spots. And let's see here. They blah, 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 blah. They just do the subtle nuances here. For the Milwaukee Brewers, the most expensive, though, goes to the Boston Red Sox. A average ticket, I guess, is $61.71. The price of beer, $9.50. A soda is $5.50. A hot dog is $6. Parking is the average, $23.53. But here's the problem with that. For a grand total for this, for a family of four, $324.37. The most expensive for a family of four to go to the ballpark is the Red Sox. The issue with that, I've been to many Red Sox games at Fenway in my life. I've never driven or parked to... I've taken the subway every time or found other ways to get there. Yeah. So, well, so uh, I mean, some people aren't have the same, you know, surroundings as you down there. Yeah. But well, I would say most people that go to Red Sox games because the stadium is somewhat in the city yeah. are commuting to the stadium sure. and taking a subway. I can say I can't say the same thing about the Phillies because there are parking lots. But still, I always take the subway when I go. When you talk about the Cubs. Cubs are second on the list at $312.85 for a family of four. I would say the majority of people that go to those games are not paying the twenty six sixty one for parking because they live in the city and they take the subway down. So some of these figures are very off. Uh, also, well, some know. places don't have the subway that you can attend. Like Where in the Milwaukee. world are you getting a beer for what they say? $6 at Yankee Stadium. $9 for at Boston? Ben, I mean, you've been to Fenway, correct? Like, do you remember how much a beer... I don't know if you were of drinking age when you were there. $9.50 sounds kind of cheap. But I can say the Dodgers beer is way more expensive than six seventy-five. The Brewers at 9 kind of feels a little right. But overall, I the, the figures are just off, so I don't put a lot of stock in The Brewers are 14th on this list, actually. So... Like, Arizona Diamondbacks. There's no way they have beer or the Rockies. Beer's not three dollars. Right, so, uh, uh, Sports Pat, you're listening. Sports Pat, send me that receipt. The Sports Pat, if you still have that receipt or the numbers you had, because I was just in a conversation the other day with uh, someone who's a Brewers fan. He went to American Family Field, and the price of just a bottle of water was astronomical. So, uh, Sports Pat, send me send me the prices that you had. Uh, and some people are saying these numbers are out of date. Well, this is from 2022, and they. I'll just read it to you for Milwaukee. That's 14th on the list. $31.29 for the average ticket, $9 for a beer, $6 for a soda, $6.75 for a hot dog, and parking, they say, is $13.74. I, I, no, it's more expensive than that. For a grand total of a family of four of $195.90 for a family of four to go four tickets, four hot dogs, two beers, two sodas, and parking. 14th on the list, $195.90. I have a receipt here. Here, thank you, Sports Pet. So right here, they say a beer at Miller or American Family Field is nine dollars. I'm looking at the receipt right here. One Miller Light, sixteen ounce cans, ten dollars and nine cents. A bottle of water, seven dollars and thirty nine cents. That's there's the receipt for you. So I mean, the, those numbers right there are a little less than what our guy Sports Pet was paying for. Again, I think this goes to effect. Do you like going to the ballpark, or would you rather watch at home? Let's go to the phone lines. Line number one. Good morning. Who's this? Ridiculously insane, isn't it? Oh, if it isn't the kid. It's $9 for beer at Lambo. I didn't buy food up there, but that's the last time I went up there. And in, and where the 49ers play, it's just bad. And you could take a uh, – I my aunt and uncle dropped me off at the bar train, and to, she goes, just follow the fans down to the ballpark. As I <laughs> You're on your own, kid. Just follow the fans. About that? I said, you're on your own, kid. Just follow the fans into the ballpark. Yeah. Well, one second, buddy. Uh, line two. Good morning. Who's this? 
Thank you. I want to know what section $9 of beer is in. No, I would love to know that too, Dave from Monona. No, actually, I know for a fact that this is my job, unlike what Ben does. Uh, <laughs> those, those figures are are so far off. That's what I, the totally. Average, the, the, well, parking is 20 bucks and preferred. Yeah. Yep. And the, the average ticket right now for just a club level is $65 a ticket. Oof. And, and so here's where dollar, I'll push back on that. I mean, I went to a game earlier this year. I sat. 12 rows above the visiting dugout and I got each ticket for 30 bucks. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. What? No, was it a did. weeknight? Yeah. Was it a Monday night? I, I think it, it yeah. might've been a Tuesday. Yeah. Monday, Monday nights are, are the only nights you could actually afford to take a family. Same with the Bucks games. You could, we could afford to take the family to a Bucks game, but you know, you start going Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so you no, know, you didn't get a ticket for thirty bucks behind the one. That ticket down there is, is almost eighty to ninety bucks for an average ticket. But for a family to go, I mean, we, we got season tickets for our customers, and it's an average of four hundred bucks just just your basic two hot dogs, your two beers, and well, at American Family Field, I just got another message here from Sports Pet says craft beers are fifteen dollars. And it like so, it, I don't yeah. know how many people are buying craft beers, but this this is for a family of four. So I don't know how much. Yeah, it's four it's, tickets, it's, four dogs, four uh, two beers, two sodas, and parking. Yep. And the average across the league, according to this survey study, is two hundred and four dollars and seventy six cents for a family. That's right, of four. And, that's, and that's and that's skewed because they're taking out from low to high, and you're also sitting in obstructive view seats. They're taking the cheapest ticket to ballpark. Well, you're not taking kids to the cheapest ticket. So an average ticket at Miller Park. Just if you want to sit in club level or out the bleachers or whatever, you, you, before you even walk in with your kids and buy souvenirs, and uh, it's it's three fifty to four hundred bucks, and that, and that's why um, you, you know, right, Ben, you make it. What's that? Ben's beside himself right now. Continue, Dave. No, what? no, I'm I'm listening to Dave. It's something about that chair oh, over there. Yeah, because I mean, I, we deal with this every day. I, I I just bought. It says as far as cup tickets now. That number is also wrong. I, we just bought four tickets in the 400 level, even with the third base bag for the Brewer game, and the average ticket was uh, was forty seven dollars. And when you're eating up high in the 400 level, well, this this average ticket they say for Cubs is fifty six dollars. So I guess like you got a little deal then. Well, no, yeah. Well, I mean, again, you're taking you're taking the low on a Monday night. See, the, the people don't realize you can go on a Monday night or a Tuesday night, and you're going to get by with cheap. But any other night, no. So I mean. I tell don't, don't look at those. Well, it's like, but, yeah. and when you think about, it, like maybe if you have small kids and you want to go and just give them the experience, like, oh yeah, I'll go on a Monday or Tuesday night against the Cincinnati Reds, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But if you like have a kid who's like really hard into baseball and he's got his favorite superstars, you'd imagine he'd want to see a big time team like the Dodgers right now. Be coming up. Yeah, right now, I, I just I just bought the, the ten tickets for the Cubs coming to Miller Park, you know, in, in August, and every ticket there costs you between sixty five and seventy five dollars in the club level. And that's that's just for the ticket. The parking's twenty bucks if you get preferred. I don't know if you park way out. Well, I think parking is way more than that. So, uh, Dave, you see, and let me ask you. So, the league is averaging uh, going down in attendance. So, twenty six thousand four hundred nine tickets sold per game, down five percent from this point in twenty nineteen. It's is it literally just because of prices? No, it's it's also attention spam because people. the, the, The day the internet came into implemented in the world of cell phones. That's when, you know, I used to be big fans. on the internet, but, and my, my uh, stepdad, when the internet first came around, we got, he's like, I pray every day that the, he called it the worm would come out and take out the internet. He said, it'll be yep. the end of the world. I disagreed with him then. I totally agree now. 
because the attention span for, to take a child to a game. Now what, what, now, what we do now is we send our kids out to the uh, right field bleachers where the, if you, you, you can sit next to like, like the visiting uh, bullpen out there. Yeah. And a lot of the players out there in the visiting bullpen throw balls up to the kids yeah. and it keeps the kids active. But no, the attention span when you got <laughs> iPhones. Or, you know, self, oh, we, attention service. span. I mean, that's a that's a well known yeah. fact. It's just plummeting across everything. And when you, it's like going to the circus. When you, when you take kids to the circus, what do they see? Yeah, it's it's great marketing. Fifty, you know, thirty, forty dollars for this. They got to have it. And yeah, oh, yeah. No, it's it's ridiculous. When well, it Dave, comes to the, Dave, uh, what a phone call. Very, very, very well balanced and, and no, no real insults. Uh, I do even criticize Ben's generation for people. All right, Dave. Have a good weekend. We love you, Dave. All right. <laughs> What that was probably the most on stand up phone call that Dave's ever had. I was waiting for a my generation comment. He did start with come. a little knock at you, but then I'm proud. Yeah, yeah whatever. That's par for that was par for his course though. Whatever. All right, so there you go. <laughs> Dave. Uh, just uh, interesting numbers. The numbers are low, in my opinion, of this study they have. I don't think I've ever seen you wear a tie. You a tie, man? I think I own Do you know one? how to tie a tie. Yes. The last time I wore a tie. Double Windsor? Windsor? Single knot? Do you know, know that there's different knots? No, I just know how to tie it to make it look kind of normal. I would assume then you probably have a single knot. Yeah, that's your probably likely. Doing. I can do a double Windsor like no one's business. I haven't worn a tie in at least five or six years. Your thoughts on the tie? Not tying in sports, but wearing a tie. Wildly unnecessary. Mike Leach for SEC Media Days in a suit, button-down shirt. Rocking a tie. He had some very interesting comments on the tie. Now, Ben, in another life, uh, before I started doing radio, I was uh, uh, worked at Macy's. You had to wear ties there. So uh, I have had, had many ties, and I learned how to tie a many of a tie. The double wins are my favorite knot. But I got to say, after uh, a while of wearing one, I kind of grow to like the tie. I think it looks pretty nice. I don't even have a tie clip. Tie pin sometimes? Do you have a tie clip or a tie At pin? Macy's, you had a tie clip? Oh, yeah. That was a cool one. It's got a little diamond on it. it what, what kind of freaking Macy's was this? Down right there in Hilldale. You were, really? You were in Hilldale, you were in Hilldale just yesterday, weren't you? <laughs> this, was, this was in like 2009? Were you working at the... Eight? At the men's fashion area? Or were you like... No, everyone had to. You had to like, you behind had to, the checkout counter. No, you, you had to... Everyone had to like be dressed up. Oh, that is not the case now. I can tell you that. Um, you know, things are slipping. But Mike Leach. You had a tie clip at Macy's. I always wear the tie clip, depending on the outfit I was wearing. That is preposterous. What, did you wear a suit? No, I never rocked. No, no I did have a suit jacket sometimes, yeah. At Macy's? Yeah. Good Lord. Ben, t- times were different, man, just not even that long ago. What, did Macy's used to be like the mecca of fashion? Well, that was part of the requirement. You had to be like dressed nice. That is so ridiculous. Really? Yeah. People looking good is ridiculous? At Macy's? Yeah. Oh, come on. Like when you walk into any nice store I don't ever, know if it was a requirement to have a tie, but I would rock a tie. Every single luxury clothing store with button downs and jackets and all that stuff, they all, the people that work there, are very well dressed. That's it, yeah. That makes sense. Sure. But when Macy's is also selling like jeans and athletic shorts, or, uh, everything ske- you could ever imagine. Sketch your shape-ups? Exactly. <laughs> I don't think they sell those. Anymore. What in the world? Well, maybe you'd fall in line. Mike Leach would feel with you about the Macy's <laughs> or at a department store. Mike Leach, one of the greatest quotes ever. No matter when he opens his mouth, it's like something awesome falls out, right? Yep. For Mike Leach, Mike Leach talks about 
the guy who invented the necktie. It's utterly pointless. I mean, it's completely pointless. I'll tell you what I'm going to start doing with these ties. I mean, it's not really big enough to be a bib. It's just skinny. Okay, what's annoying about it? This knot squeezing your neck and growing hairs on it after you shave because typically tie things you shave. <clears throat> what I am going to start doing. He's thought is, so uh, much about this. And, and I'll probably go to like. Uh, he keeps grabbing his tie. Uh, you know. Um, oh, uh, red, what do you call it? Uh, Salvation Army. Yeah. And we can get some ties and then uh, I'm just going to flat out. Wiping his face. Just yeah. wipe my mouth with yeah. it. In front of everybody. So, if you so it serves a purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like eat a donut. <laughs> there you go. Uh, pizza, a little oil hill. Wipe my face. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 I'm going to do that and make sure people see that to a point where hopefully they get rid of these things. <laughs> I mean, because that is madness. Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Langford is your guy, by the way. Uh, That's like New York in the 1920s. Where did he grow up? He was he was a New Yorker in oh, the 1920s. Uh, in New York. Clothes maker. He used his extra uh, his extra clothes, extra patterns, I guess, to, for some reason, make neckties. That's, that's what he thought would be a good idea. Well, he's an idiot. <laughs> yes, when, when they invent a time machine, that guy's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Mike Leach. Uh, what was the guy's name again? Jesse Langford, uh, who That's invented awesome. the necktie in the 20s in New York. Whoever gets a time machine, that dude, Jesse, is in trouble. Number one, I agree. I don't really see the purpose. I think if you're going to... you got to hide the buttons. Yeah, but still. I, what I think is more point, ridiculous is the bow tie. Oh, well, the bow tie serves zero purpose the bow, at all. If you rock the bow tie, I feel like you should be punched in the face. It's really hard to argue with that. I know. Like, if you're rocking the bow tie, your face immediately becomes the most punchable face in the room. Let me tell you. Who's the baseball guy that always rocks the bow tie? Uh, Ken, uh, yeah, Ken Rosenthal. Rosenthal. But, mm. When he rocks it, like, yeah. at the All-Star game, he was rocking the bow tie. Stop. And I was Stop. looking at him, I'm just like, Stop. I like it. But, hey, man. Those I'm bow like, ties are I, for charity. I, I understand that. But I'm looking at Ken Rosenthal. For a significant I cause. understand, but I'm just saying bow tie in general. I'm looking at a guy in a bow tie. I'm like, I like you. I like your message. I like what you do. Well, you put that bow tie on, and all of a sudden, it's just like I get incensed. Uh, here's why that tidbit from Michael Leach should mean even more. He's very careful about what he goes and talks about. He's very calculated. He is a calculated individual. At the SEC Media Days, there was a Twitter account. Shout out to Alan underscore Cole on Twitter. I might do this for the Big Ten. He did analytics of every coach and how many words their opening statement was <laughs> at their press conference. Number one was Clark Lee. I, I don't even know where. I got a friend named Lee. Maybe Missouri. I, I don't even know where he coaches. He put a spell on Vanderbilt. Me. 2,340 words. Shane Beamer, 2,185. Saban was down at 1,300. Mike Leach, opening statement, seven words. Love it. Beautiful. Let's cut right to the chase. Doesn't need to BS about football, but when someone brings up the tie, which is the most unnecessary piece of clothing we wear, the man went off. I'm all for it. Love me some Mike Leach. Same. Ben, Paul Chris for Big Ten Media Days. Here's his opening statement. He will tie the guy of seven words. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. I am uh, sending End you statement. Sending you Mike Paul Le- Christ. Sending you Mike Leach's opening statement. Opening statement from Paul Christ. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Seven words. I'll play Mike Leach's statement in a second. First line one. Good morning. Who's this? 
Mitch in Madison. My man, Mitch. What up, Mitch? What's up, brother? Hey, I, I'm supremely hungover, so I wasn't going to call in today, <laughs> but you guys got uh, great discussions. Man, Ben going in on Macy's. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no one's safe. I'm just um, going in on Macy's apparent dress code. I don't think it's yeah. close to necessary. You want people looking like bums out there? Or just put a sh- put a polo on. Put a yeah, Macy's yeah. polo. A suit and a tie. What's like, wrong? You don't have to wear a suit and a tie. It's this like, you isn't have to look good. This isn't Brooks Brothers. You're telling people that they can't look good yeah. if they want to with a tie? Oh. I, I pride yeah. myself on tying it's up the double the Windsor. Top. That's like me wearing a suit and tie. Just because you can't tie a double Windsor doesn't mean you should poo-poo other people. I mean, would I? Yeah, how about this? Would I wear a suit and tie to do radio? No. What because it's over radio the top row? and unnecessary. No, I still wouldn't. Mitch, what's on your mind? Unnecessary. Evo, dude, he does, he does, Evo, he, uh, Ben doesn't remember the, the before, before time. Like you said, when I worked at the mall, at every store, it doesn't matter if they were selling trinkets or whatnot, everybody was dressed. Yeah. Nice, look That's good, look good feel good. Now everyone's such yeah. a bum a-hole that they have, no wonder. They all look like the drabby little freaking almost droopy-eyed children out there. I hate bow ties, though, too. Oh, same. Ties, Immediately yeah. punchable. Yep. Yeah. So, Mitch, your tie guy? I mean, if for work. Yeah. But, no, like, you know, Mike Leach, that was the same thing. If I, if I was, like, a, a high school prospect and I could go anywhere, it'd be hard for me not to play for him. Yeah. Because he's just such a – He's so like, funny. That, just right, that piece right there, like – you know, then he. You know, some coaches are like, "Oh, this, this is a business trip." You know, so you got to wear this, this, and this, and and he's just like, "Ties are stupid." Mike Leach was Mike Leach was up there on the podium talking about the Netflix shows he's recently seen and asking for recommendations. Love it. It was yeah. awesome. Uh, the yep. girl. I just watched one called uh, "The Girl in the Picture." It's wild. It's a true story. Oh, yeah, it's on the list. It, dude, it's not. It gets nuttier and nuttier. Mitch. We love you, buddy. There he is. Uh, line two, good morning. I don't know what happened if I cut out or whatever. You did. You, yeah, your phone call cut yeah. out before. Yeah. I can't have some goddamn class. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? Oh, God. You're going to come here and lecture me you, about are class? Are you kidding me? You look at, you look at, all right. There's think a, about what you're a, arguing before you get in. I it. agree. But, have some class. Think about what you're about to do, Paulie. You're have about class. to argue that ties there's should a be good, a normal thing a in all meme. settings. There, no, you're really, pooping people that wear ties. Ties are classy. A, to work at there's a, Macy's. There's yeah. a really yeah. good meme that or shows, anywhere. That shows um, gangsters from the 30s and 40s. Oh, yeah. And then there's one that shows people with their pants halfway up down their ass. So you would prefer so your gangster like, to be dressed to the nines? I, well, I'm just saying, like, Mash, eh? even even the quote-unquote dregs. Don't back in my day, me, Paulie. Had class. <laughs> hey. I wasn't around in the 30s, dumbass. They, uh, but, I mean, obviously. Hey, their Tommy the gun point, would match their outfit to a T. I'm just saying, like. I don't like you, but my Tommy gun don't. What, what, is, what is the. I don't understand it. I used, when I lived, when I, I used to do sales <laughs> on the phone. On the phone. And I would still wear a tie. But, on the phone. But I had to wear a freaking jacket, a tie. Which Not is stupid. That is my off. entire point. It makes <laughs> no sense. At it's not about point, class. You're on the damn here's the phone. Thing. When you're dealing with people with money... They can tell. There's, there's, they can tell if you're not wearing a tie over the phone. They, no, this guy they, sounds. They, they say this guy you sounds. Don't know, you poor. don't know when they're coming into the office. He sounds you like don't a schlep. Coming in to visit. 
Are you going to be there? In, so wear a in nice polo. A polo? Wear a button down and a jacket. Take the time. You know what? I also pride myself being, on. Polly. Ben, Polly. you're being a lazy. That's the laziest. I'm being lazy. Polly, Ben. Polly, I work I, in radio. I don't want to put a damn tie on. I even pride myself on ironing. I love to iron. I will iron my ironing shirt. Is great. Man. Uh, thank you. you. It's like, it's like good, ironing, you Polly. Good, you. Ironing, Polly, is like working out all the wrinkles of your life. You're that has nothing to do and with you go ties. Do, yes, you go, nothing. Yes, it does. Uh, if you go okay, so Macy's, right? <laughs> You're talking bad about Macy's. The Macy's, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Institution. Like, you think that, oh, completely you think, unnecessary. You think the you Thanksgiving think that, Parade is one of the stupidest things our society you does. Think, do you think that's Don't even cheap, get me started though? on the parades. What? Do you think that's cheap? Like people that Do I think go what shopping. is cheap? Yeah, the people that go. Paulie, I was back home in Philadelphia trying to go for a run oh, on the normal path I do during Thanksgiving, and they had a parade, so it was all blocked off, and it ruined my day. Well, that's a you problem. Yeah. What are you going to sit down and watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on your TV yeah, and think, it, oh no, someone, they're no, not wearing ties? I want to sit down and watch someone, it while wearing a tie. For someone who <laughs> who. Uh, <laughs> goes to bat for tradition so much you're sure being a poo-pooer on Thanksgiving Day Parade. I just think ties are stupid. Polly, 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 Polly. Dump, dump button. You ever, you ever see, you ever, you ever see James, you ever see James Bond wearing... Oh yeah, let's uh, talk about uh, movies. That's a great idea. Oh, dude, if you want, James Bond is the height of male fashion. Tuxedo. Okay, James Bond, James Bond, Pierce Brosnan pulled off the bow tie, Daniel Craig pulled off the bow tie. I'll give you that. I'll never say I'm going to punch Bond in the face because I like he's my talking mind. about movies. Polly, we love you. What are we doing? See you, buddy. Careful of those F-words. Man. Line one, good morning. There's only exceptions to the ties. The bow tie is when you're shirtless and you're a Chippendales dance. And okay, now we're getting weird. Well, I mean, he's and, not wrong. And the normal tie is after three drinks, you take it off, and you just throw it on your head, and you're out at a wedding. That's the only exceptions for the ties. Even so, I'm going to my cousin's wedding next weekend, actually. And you're probably going to have a wrinkly shirt. No, I have a great shirt. I, I have great don't, everything. Don't know how to iron. I will not be wearing a tie. Oh, by the way, James Bond, Polly wears tuxedos. RJ's right. These are tuxedos. The bow, the bow tie fits with a tuxedo. It does. Yeah. But the, the ultimate tie is the bull tie. You know, the one with the cowboy style. Oh, the bolo tie. Pac Fan Ryan, one of our great listeners, always rocks a bolo tie. That That is the ultimate tie. Z, we love that, you, buddy. That says, I'm not messing around. Z, Z. Z, Z. Um, what am I doing here? Oh, yeah, that button. Let's see. I'm trying to remember in order. Uh, who's this? Good morning. Hello. Going once, going twice. Gone. Not, hello. Who's this? Oh, there you go. No, I heard uh, the call. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. What, Dave? Do you I put a tie on to call people? I had to call that Polly is absolutely dead eyes. He's been generation much of freeloading. There we go. Here's <laughs> the modern generation. Your mistake is agreeing with him, but continue. No. No, the tie, no, the tie is, is right. looks good. Back in my day, we used to wear ties. It's yeah, unnecessary. I've involved in sales in 10 years. So let me give Ben's generation a piece of advice. Oh. Uh, <laughs> my generation. You, yeah, Ben, when you dress for success, you act success. You yep. can you're dress for phone. success without a tie, yeah, Dave. Right. It's when not necessary. On, no, you, no, when you're on the phone and you're dressed with a tie, and a you can hear phone, it in your voice. Confidence. Yes, you sound professionally like professional. Or if you go with jeans and a t-shirt like Ben, your voice box is tightened up. That's what no, it is. That you sound like it pinches a slob your neck. Sound like a slob. <laughs> you're unprofessional. You know, I, it, it's very easy. But, but again, evil. Are, are we shocked with with the way? 
the 25 and 30 year old or younger dress alike. I, I call it oh, down. You can't walk into a store and people wearing earrings and looking like fairies. And oh, oh here yeah. we go. Yeah, broader societal comments. Here's the That's thing. fine. I actually save that. I actually have. I actually had my ears pierced for the longest time. I haven't worn earrings in 10 years. But, but, but you know, I mean, even when you walk in and you see somebody dressed for Well, Dave, for me, like, it, I know for a fact if I go somewhere and there's a certain attire and there's a certain, like, you're going to a certain event, I you dress for the occasion. You don't dress and, coming in like a schlep or a bum exactly. or some well, kind of loser hippie. Yeah, you dr- you dress for the occasion. And you notice yeah. the people that don't. And you look I look down on them. I think they look lazy. You sound different. You sound different. You act different. But when you're on the phone in sales or, or whatever, you, <laughs> you when you're on the phone, it. Dave, nobody is seen. It's just phone calls. Oh, it's all. It's, all, it's the it's oh, the yeah, theater of a, the mind. You put a tie on so you sound like a man. That's why when you back in my man, day, when you make a when you make a sales did. call, get you, out you, of you here. go. Oh, hang on a second. I gotta I gotta tighten my tie a little bit. Get out of here. See, Ben Ben wouldn't understand that because he he grew up with his hand out. Ah, all right. Dave, we love you, buddy, especially Ben. See you, Dave. If anything, we're giving Dave handouts for answering his damn phone calls. Big fan of the tie. Big fan of the tie here. It's an unnecessary take. Maybe. maybe. And this all started because you said you wore one at freaking Macy's. Yeah, I felt good doing it, too.